This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts Starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. I've got Eric riding shotgun in the hobby wagon today. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I don't know if I'm necessarily riding shotgun or am I driving? That's the question. Because I'm well, presenting, presenting and grabbing today. It's it's your it's your turn to present. So, you know, we don't want distracted driving. So I'm gonna drive. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna fish around in the back, pull something out and talk. That's fair. That's fair. Well let so. let's get let's get on our way. So for those that are new to the hobby wagon, we're taking our old station wagon, our our famous uh, dad's favorite car, and there is a ton of old leftover materials from our pastime. And as we grab back there, I found this uh, I found this this stack of magazines, Todd. And don't get all perverted; they're not you know they're not the the magazines some people might think when you hear that. It, the, these are actually the exact opposite. It is um, n- nearly half naked men. Um, they're, they're my <laughs> pro wrestling magazines, Todd, this, which is, um, pretty ab- abundant and it's some of the lost, uh, magazines that, uh, you know, that I don't have in my collection at home. Um, but I'm excited to find these magazines and talk about just their general worth or when I've acquired them and, you know, just in general and, and have conversations with you. Cause I don't think I've ever talked with you about anything related to magazines. So I, I, I don't believe we have as much as we talk. Uh, I don't know that magazines have come up, so this this will be be fun and new and exciting. But I but before we before we get into your wrestling situation, and because we've never discussed magazines, I'm just gonna come right out the gate because you inadvertently brought it up. Girly mags. You ever Is that what they call them? Uh, well, no, no, no. I I don't. I've never had a girly mag. Um, I do think the invent of um, digital media came in oh. and so the there internet, was like yeah the internet has made them absolutely obsolete like if, if if the internet has killed anything it's it's the print pornography situation i gotta think print anything almost um, right yeah you know yeah which is kind of takes us to the magazine industry in general is that um not i mean there are still magazine stands and i'm there still are magazines but i can't imagine and you know that they're nearly as prevalent and or they take up as much retail space as prior, you know? Oh, no. Well, I mean, not not to immediately hijack. I'm sure we'll eventually get around to, to me and magazines. Oh, we will. But sure. all of the magazine, all of the magazines that I particularly enjoyed, shock and surprise, revolved around gaming. You know, sure. D&D magazines or, or, or war gaming miniatures. Like all of the, the magazines that I loved, they are no longer in public publication. They they briefly went to an all digital format and then I think eventually just said, you know what? A digital version of our magazine is basically a blog, so we're just gonna blog. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty pretty, <laughs> so, pretty much that's what that is, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess I'm in the magazine business for most of my clients now. That's right. Because that's, that's right. kind of kind of what we're doing here. Um, so the whole invent, uh, you know, 
I will tell you that um, I do remember, geez, it might have been eighth, ninth grade, but I did get a flash drive just, uh, and that was my first experience with um, a girly magazine. Um, one of the famous pro wrestler females uh, was known oh. to, you know, be grace the cover of Playboy. And uh, I don't recall, but I think someone sold, like, were selling flash not uh, flop, floppy disks essentially flop okay. You know, okay yeah so this would have been like 98 99 either way oh, he had geez. all the pictures and he sold the floppy disks around school um which is genius <laughs> in, it, in itself so that's some that's some that's, that's about some high school the, marketing right there isn't yeah. it isn't it that's yeah. about the closest i think i've ever had to um said having owning actually one of those now uh, friends on the other hand definitely had some and i remember that was um that was something else <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. somebody busting into their dad's stash or whatever. But yeah, we're not talking that today. Tom. No, um, no. What, Sorry for what, the derailment. Um, yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> you're, well, I mean, we we really needed to touch base on the whole industry in general, you know. Yeah. And which we kind of did glossed over. Um, what, Todd, did you ever have any subscriptions? To I did. What What was your magazines that you had? So. As far as actual subscriptions go. Um, I would have been just before I went off to the University of Akron. I got a, I got a, it was one of those things where the phone rings and it was an actual, you know, house phone and I uh -huh. actually answered it and it was, it was some telemarketer peddling magazine subscriptions as they should. Um, yes. And, and for whatever reason, I was just not interested in doing the ah, stop calling me hang up. Um, and I, in an even rarer instance, I didn't do the, oh, I'm just going to talk to you and string you along and just waste your time, which is what I would also do with telemarketers. Like, to some, like, I, like I actually engaged with them and talked about it, whatever. And there was some super stupid cheap deal, like 10 bucks got you a subscription to like six different magazines or whatever. I'm like, eh, sure, what the hell? Like, I think I just gotten a credit card. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, God. Um, <laughs> So I had a, I had concurrent a year's worth of concurrent subscriptions to Spin, Rolling Stone. Uh, I feel like there was some sort of science magazine, Discover, okay. maybe. Sure. There were like there were like four of them that I subscribed to, but in subscribing to those four, I ended up getting a couple of extra titles like just for free one of them uh -huh. was like some some business magazine <laughs> that i had no business having and no interest in but it was getting sent along for free so what the fuck sure it's like a cable um, package you're kinda, getting all you really yeah. only wanted mtv but you get yeah. you know you get uh i got espn anyway that's it right like, yeah, yeah yeah like yeah um, yeah. And I can't I can't remember what some of the but the big ones were Rolling Stone and Spin. Mm -hmm. And I specifically remember this this rando business magazine because my jam was, you know, I actually read the spin in the Rolling Stone because that's, you know, rock and roll. Hooray. Yeah. Um, but then in college, I started doing collages. So I'd like cut okay. out a bunch of pictures and, and tape them all together and, you know remix and remaster some some stuff and my, i got a kick out of going through the business magazine to try and find words and phrases to take out of context to work into the collage in wacky weird interesting ways that's why that one sticks out so much okay um, I was it was like, oh, this, yeah business magazine eh, throw it in a pile mm, sort of but i'd go through it first and see if i couldn't you know find some weird headlines to 
screw things up. But I can't think of any specific examples. That was, you know, what, 30 years ago? But <laughs> it's all right. It's, but it's no. quite all right. It's quite all right. No, I think um, one, ma- you know, one magazine, I think, you know what, we probably had some type of conversation about this in, in some form or another is Mad Magazines. Because See, I remember you might have had those or introduced me to those or. or that's what where magazines you. started for me when I yeah. was. I was going to say sixth grade, which would have put you as like not even in school. Um, really. Um, it was it was a fierce competition for my attention between Cracked and Mad Magazine. And I think I actually enjoyed Cracked a little, little. Not sure slight what bit is. more. It's yeah. mad. It's a it's it's a different version of Mad Magazine. It's it's you know parodies and satire and funny stuff. Just a different publishing house. Yeah, never had a subscription, but whenever we'd go to the grocery, if I was able to finagle mom and dad to get me into one of those, I, that was happening. So you probably saw old issues of yeah. Mind. Well, up. do you remember on the Mad Magazine you had to, uh, you know, I think it was like the final page. You would, it was a picture, and then you would fold it in a certain way, oh, yeah. and then you'd get to see like the hidden picture. I always oh, yeah. recall that. Uh, you know, what, what was the? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what the gentleman's name is? The Mad uh, character, Alfred e. um, Newman. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he showed up everywhere. So I do actually have in my possession one Mad Magazine. Um, nice. It the only it is from uh, it's. It's number 327, May 1994. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks to be, it, there is a stamp on it, um, sold by the Friends of the Martins Ferry Public Library for the benefit of the library. Nice, <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> so I have this. Only reason I have it is because there was a wrestling uh, section in it. So I must have acquired this during my, you know, have everything <laughs> wrestling. So there is at least yeah. some cartoons or whatever that has to deal with wrestling. And that's yeah. why I have this still, because if not, it would have been tossed out with the rest of the stuff. But for some reason, I mean, not for some reason, for the majority of uh, everything I have is is wrestling related. I have maybe over 100 wrestling magazines, various subscriptions. So I think in 1999, maybe uh, I think as a birthday present gift or whatever i was subscribed to the actual wwf magazine uh for for probably several years because i'm looking back when it was still the wwf oh yeah so it was you know i have magazines that are from like 1999 till probably like 2002 ish or so and then it seems like there was time off and then by the time i have a whole bunch here that looks like like 2005 till eight or whatever but that point it was like raw magazine and smackdown magazine so they were like double okay. dipping which is like smart on their behalf so i got two subscriptions out of me tons tons and tons but i do have some old 1994 i got the the program which was magazine uh to the first wrestling event i attended in wheeling with dad uh which is a good one and it's nice. nearly falling apart you know um, oh and yeah. and there's also some i think there's some from like 96 so there's some decent ones in here and I don't think I ever lost any wrestling magazines. I have nice. pretty much all of those intact. I, for what, through, the, through the moves, through the years, they've been in bins. They moved from bin to bin to bin, and now they're just on a bottom shelf of my bookshelf, um, which I look at them, and I'm like, they all – I don't know. I mean, when you get a magazine, it would come in each month, and then that was – you know, it was kind of like getting a birthday present or a Christmas gift every single month. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and they're like trading cards for me. You know, you – like I – see the cover and I know exactly like, Oh, I've seen that. You know, it's not like anything is new. It's, it's kind of right. crazy. It brings back nostalgic feelings every single time you see a cover and all there's like a hundred magazines. I know every single cover and it's, it, which is odd. You would think that you would forget that stuff, but 
I think just in your youth, your memories are either more vivid or they just like stick with you and it's pointless, pointless memories or, you know, images etched <laughs> in your brain. It doesn't make sense. I don't yeah, need it's, to know. It's not, it's, you know? Yeah, it's not useful information. All, all the, all the, you know, geometric proofs you learned in, in geometry in high school, those are long gone. But yeah. you look at the front of this wrestling magazine and you're like, yep, I remember where I was when that came in and what yep. was going on. And yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. It's good stuff. It's, it's stupid. stupid, but it's fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, you know, and, and I will tell you, so the WWE magazines are great, but they were very, you know, obviously pro WWE centric and they were kind of written in storylines and stuff like that. Um, the, the wrestling magazine that I really enjoyed uh, and they're still, and it's actually the last rep. I actually ordered a wrestling magazine two weeks ago. Um, and it's by a company called pro wrestling illustrated PWI. And okay. the, they pretty much covered all of wrestling, not just WWE that at the time it was WCW and ECW, but they covered Japan wrestling, Mexico wrestling, independence, all that. Um, okay. And they, they've been around since the seventies and they're kind of like the, you know, the, the, Leading, they'd be like the Sports Illustrated, you know, okay. where they cover everything. And those ma- those magazines, they weren't nearly as frequent. They might have had, you know, a monthly one, but for the most part, they would have these pillar art pillar magazines. And one was called the PWI 500, and okay. it came out started in like 1991. And the PWI 500 would rank all would rank 500 wrestlers, you know. And they would go through and, and not necessarily in loss, but they would actually rank who was the best wrestler in the year, you know, and and pit, okay. you know, and pit kind of the information where they ranked the year before and, you know, who they beat this year and why they that's significant and where they would rank. And it was a big deal to find out who the number one PWI wrestler of the year was. Uh, and two years ago, I think the All Elite Wrestling just launched and I got back into it. And uh, last year I bought my first PWI 500 since, geez, maybe 2006. So it's been a long time. So I bought last year's PWI 500 and I also ordered online. So I should be getting that new PWI 500 any day now in the mail. Um, nice. Which, which is fun. And you go through and, you know, back in the day, might have been difficult to find 500 wrestlers, you know. Nowadays, there's just a plethora of information on the internet, so it's not hard to find, you know. For, they could probably do thousands of wrestlers and rank right. them if they wanted to, and and some sort. Um, but go figure that I like the ranking episode, you know, the ranking magazine. Oh yeah, rank people. It, of course, it just makes that sense. Makes all the sense. Yeah. Well, I guess, and I get, yeah. and I guess that's where that's that's what I was gonna ask. Like, I've never, I don't know that I've ever. I mean, I, I guess I've probably seen the covers on the newsstand at, you know, the grocery store or whatever. So, like, I know wrestling magazines exist, but I don't think I've ever flipped through one. Like, what is what's in a wrestling magazine? Because because to me, I mentally picture that as being like an adult man's equivalent of Tiger Beat, where it's just a bunch of pictures and, and, and stuff. Of wrestling. Like, <laughs> like, like what, what, are, uh, what are the regular, what are the regular bits in that? What, what are the articles about? Like what, 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 what goes on in a wrestling magazine other than just well, pictures of these wrestlers doing their thing? I think for the most part, they kind of address storylines like character profiles. Um, you know, the W the, in 2006, the WWE magazines almost turned into a, um, uh, what's like a, not a soap opera digest? No, no, no. <laughs> it was more like here's here's just a normal magazine that you would have, 
talking about healthy tips of eating or this or that, and just, here's just a wrestler doing it. It was really weird, and I can't recall okay. the names of the magazines at the time, but I do. they did make a, a, a general switch. Back in the early days, it was just a matter of they would review the previous events and like do like captions and pictures of you know the last pay-per-view or what's happening. They'd make some type of storyline, almost fictional write-up about, you know, this is what could be happening and, you know, predictions and so forth. That's the WWE wins. The okay. Pro Wrestling Illustrated pretty much just covered events, asked questions, wrote letters to the editors. Obviously, there's pictures. There's, you know, there was like profiles. So, you know, or retrospect. Um, but most of the good ones had some type of theme. Like the PWI 500 was just 500 wrestlers with each, each having their own paragraph. And every page was, you know, 20 wrestlers, next page, 20 wrestlers, and so forth. Okay. Um, they did really cool poll wins, you know, where, like, it was user polls, and it was best okay. finisher, best at. And that always did really well. And then they do, like, the year-end awards, where, like, it would be, you know, the best wrestler of the year as voted by the, you know, the Academy and so forth. Um, and, and then, honestly, there was a lot of them that were just, you know, made up wrestling storyline stuff, like fake, in, not fake interviews, but the old wrestling magazines were notorious for saying they interviewed this person and they did it like in storyline and they just wrote up, you know, <laughs> the sequence of what they would say, like they interviewed this wrestler and this wrestler says, I hate this person or whatever. Um, and okay. it was known for that. Nowadays, I think it's just more like covering the, the sport. It's almost like a Sports Illustrated, you know, if there's a piece where they can ask a hypothetical, they will. But um, once again, it's it's really difficult. They might make four magazines a year, maybe maybe more than that. But um, there used to be a whole bunch of spinoff magazines. It was Pro Wrestling Illustrated and there was like the Inside Wrestling and then the Wrestler and this and that. But I think there's really only like one now. Uh, and I'm sure they're all online, too. I'm sure you can get digital copies and stuff. But um, yeah. I look forward to the PWI 500. And, I, you know, I. I was thinking even last week, I'm like, man, I think I should go on eBay and see if I can get all of them, you know, from 91 up. And I have at least 10. That, you know? that was going to be my next question. Or, or, you know, you've got all these magazines you've acquired over time in your youth, which I suspect is possibly before you got bitten heavily by, like, the collection bug. Do you have full collections of any of these, or is that something that you're striving towards? No, it's not. I'm not striving towards it. It doesn't seem like it's... it's um, it's probably possible. I'm sure I have entire years, you know, like I know I oh, probably yeah. have like all of 2004 or whatever. Like, I, but I you know, honestly, I haven't really looked at any of these. The only reason I even thought of them is because uh, in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, they had sections in the back that listed out the local events per state. So it would say, you know, Ohio, and then it would have like, uh, a small little paragraph saying this, you know, this event happened on this date and these are the matches that happened and who defeated what and so forth. Okay. And there are several of them from 2001 where under West Virginia, you would go to Weirton and there was a group called in your face wrestling. I, Y F W. I don't know. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and there were several events in which my name and or tag team name was listed as participants and that was kind of a cool feeling to know that, hey, that to me, to me, I never got paid to be a wrestler, but I'm in a pro wrestling magazine as a wrestler, which that's, is that's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So so I was thinking the other day, my friend even just uh, messed me out of the blue asking if I had any old tapes or videos of our matches. And then he said, you know, we were in a magazine. So that, you know, that's pretty significant. And I was like, yeah, I wonder what magazines those were. So. 
I'm kind of organizing and trying to find out like, all right, out of this 50 pro wrestling illustrated magazines I have, can we factor out and find out? And can I find that? And how many was I in? Was I only in one? And then my imagination makes me think that I'm in 12 or was I in right. three, you know, like, so I'm going to find that out. And that had me thinking, which, you know, was just a nice little interest, but I don't have any reason to collect all of them except for maybe the 500s. That's the only bug that I thought of the other day, but I don't know what that would be. I don't know. You know, you'd have to go on eBay and I'm sure there are, you know, collectors out there that have them. Right. Um, I will tell you, though, there there is what we used to call the wrestling Bible, um, okay. and it was a smaller. It wasn't a magazine. It, I mean, it, it's about the size of a Bible. Right. And okay. it was made by the same company in which that book had the entire list of all like had all the lists from the moment it was you know made. So my friend and I called it the Bible, the wrestling Bible, because it not only had that, it had all the major pay-per-views, the results, and um, it basically from, you know, 1985 oh, on for all the WWE and w and WCW and ECW pay-per-views. And they would release that. It was called the Wrestling Almanac Book of Facts. And I, okay. as I walked over to the um, bookshelf, the original one that I have is the 1999, and it is so beat up. And um, <laughs> that it, it is discolored and the cover is off and I have it held together with uh, one of those paper clips, you know, like the large yeah. paper clips. Yeah. Um, but this is what we call the Bible. And you I, as I go through, there's things that are circled. There are um, I mean, it gives you all this and it's basically just a plethora of information. And I would buy this. So I have the ninety nine. I have the two thousand. 2000, 2002, 2001, 2004. It looks to me like I stopped buying it in 2005. But that was not necessarily, I mean, it's a magazine, but it's really kind of, I guess, a book of collected right. magazines. But that was the, that was my Bible during my wrestling formative years and utilized. So, and that's how I memorized entire wrestling pay-per-view cards, which once again, let's talk about things that no one needs to have stored in their brain. Well, I mean, that could be useful to have stored in your brain. Like, if I were to hop in the DeLorean and go back into 1999 to bet on wrestling events, I would need uh -huh. to steal that book first, or yeah. you could just hop straight into the DeLorean and make your money. That's all yeah, I'm saying. You, yeah, you're right. No, I'm. I, you're, you're right. I, I don't know if they allowed you to bet on wrestling then. You can now, which is kind of crazy, but... Needless to say, that is that is one of my <laughs> prize. It would be one of those things where, like, if I had to choose, let's say, a station wagon and throw all of my prize possessions. <laughs> right. If I had if I had to choose one thing, I'd probably take that 1999 Wrestling Almanac and throw it back there because I think that brings back the some of the memories of that time frame and the importance of wrestling to so, a 1999 Air Cursey. So this book has like all the breakdown of everything from that year, who who played who and who won and what the paper like all no, that stuff. No, not like, I, not just I that get year. That. The, the 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 history. <laughs> it basically okay. has everything from the PWI magazines like condensed in a book. Okay. So I guess I guess my question, like you said, the copy you have is like beaten up and you know paged through and things are circled and highlighted. Like it sounds like it's a reference work. And that, t to me, being, you know, very much outside of this realm, if you were a pro wrestling sports reporter type person or whatever who needed to do research, that makes sense. What was Teenage Eric referring to this with such frequency that things were circled and this thing is so beat up? Like, is it just randomly 
hey, that wrestler, I want to check out his past, or like what how much um, practical you know, that... use did this have? But I guess we're really making right, well... practical lift so, heavy weights on that one. But yeah, let's 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 bust out the clip here and let's even see. Because I I mean I'm I wouldn't have guessed that I circled stuff in it, but as I look at it, I definitely have circle marks. So as I scroll through here, the, all right, so basically <laughs> All right. This is, well, like, this is gonna... well, like you, you say it's like no. the Bible. And I know people who've had Bibles that they highlight and circle things because uh-huh. it's a meaningful passage right. that they want to remember that inspires them. What morning reaffirming statement did you pull from <laughs> no, it's, wrestling it was, it, It's research work, as I can tell here. Okay. Right, so you have to understand Eric Hersey was very pro World Wrestling Federation and very okay. anti-world championship wrestling. And I don't want to go uh, okay. into it in our magazine episode to talk about okay. too much of my my history, but I am very much all in or all out. And I went all in with WWE. So wh- as I look here, if it was a pro-WWE stat, meaning that it's something that I was basically saying, hey, look, WWE had 50 of the, you know, of the hundred, then I circled all WWE things and the end of reward, end of year awards, the, um, and then it also okay. looks like I highlighted certain wrestlers that w- went by different names and so forth. So for instance, I have one called the vampire warrior highlighted. Well, I know vampire warrior as my favorite wrestler in 1999 as Gangrel, you know? So I went okay. through and it looks like each year I went through and, and tallied up if it was a WWE that one or WCW and like, so absolutely that is, it was more so like cheering for my team, highlighting stuff for my team. Um, well, it sounds like this was fueling your arguments with your fellow pro wrestling buddies who might have been a little more probably WCW to be like, no, yeah, we're better. Look, I have the receipts. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I also have, that makes sense. I also have on here anytime something was in Wheeling, West Virginia. So the Georgia national heavyweight title in 1984 was um, the spoiler beat Brad Armstrong in Wheeling, West Virginia. So I think of just any like little reference. Wait, t- something. T- time out, time out. Yeah. The Georgia heavyweight title match was in Wheeling, West Virginia. Yeah, we won't. This isn't a wrestling history pod or podcast, Todd, although we can't <laughs> okay. have that at any point Sorry. in time. But yes, um, but that, let's okay. put this book away and we'll retire right. the, the wrestling books um, because uh, I'm I'm also interested in to know if you've ever subscribed or had any of the Star Wars like insiders. Was that ever something that you subscribed to? Surprisingly, no. Um, which which on the face of it makes no damn sense. And I don't even know if I've ever picked up like single issues of that. That is crazy. I've not really thought about now that I am. It kind of boggles my mind. No, most of my magazines, like I said, I started off with with Mad and Cracked. Mm-hmm. In in the college years, you know, it was the spin Rolling Stone. And I, I did, while you were talking, you said something about GQ. And I can't remember if it was GQ or Esquire, but one of those, yeah, like, major magazines. Yeah. That was another one that I had. Um, and I, and I, it was those. And then pretty much other than that, all the magazines were all of a wide variety of gaming magazines. Yeah, because they had magazines for Magic the Gathering. There's, you know, Dungeon Magazine and also Dragon Magazine. Oh, uh, it's like shockingly Ron's enough, for, 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 for <laughs> exactly. Well, Dragon Magazine were all articles about D and D, like, you know, how to how mm-hmm. to build a character. Like there were comics and you know stuff in it. Like it was all just sort of your general D and D magazine. And then mm-hmm. Dungeon Magazine was a magazine of all adventures. 
So like if you played D&D, you'd, 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 you'd get dragon. If you were a dungeon master, you'd get dungeon because there would be adventures for you to run the characters through. Um, had plenty of those. Got um, it. And then more recently, once I started getting into war gaming and miniatures, Privateer Press, the people who make War Machine and Hordes, had a magazine called No Quarter, which I got. And again, never, just never got around to subscribing to any of them. But I, at this point, I am four issues shy of having the complete run of No Quarter. I found a bunch of them at a half price books for cheap and picked them, picked them all up. And then like, oh, well, here's a thing that has a finite set of which I have a bunch of them. So, of course, that part of my brain that, you know, I must collect everything in this kicked in and I'm down to about four issues. I still need to get. Ah, yeah, I get it. Well, that's that is uh, a good goal to have to collect them all. I'm not going there. But I did have some Star Wars insiders. I also had my one of my favorites back in the day was like a Disney Disney magazine, which was like little little. It was almost like a Disney afternoon kind. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but that was a hell of a magazine. Uh, and then nice. of course I've I've had uh, I remember, and I'll have to save it for another day because we're running about about over in the hobby wagon uh, allocation. But I do have some fun stories about Sports Illustrated, Rolling Stone, and and all that. So who would have thought that I could talk so long about magazines? But. <laughs> You know, Fair lots enough. of good stuff. We'll, we'll li- limit it to the Georgia Championship Wrestling title being defended in Wheeling, West Virginia. Yeah, whatever the heck that's about. So cool. Any parting shots? Any last words? No, Any no. I will last I'm page to letter to the editor situation. No, I'm going to try to find on? where my name was, uh, and um, I'll take a picture and throw it on an Instagram or Facebook or something like that. Not that anybody will know because it'll either say hostile or carnage with a K, which does not either one does not say Eric. So, but but I'll know. You'll know. You can put it on up on the website with a caption, and then everyone. There you go. Everyone. There you go. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you, Eric. Good trip in the hobby wagon. Thank you, listeners. Hope you all enjoyed. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Toddcast.